Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, happy Cat Video Festival Day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. Yeah. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Cat Video Fest tonight. CHS Field. I believe there are still general admission tickets available. And the weather is going to be mighty fine. What? So. New pussy all you feline lovers, uh, I hope We're you be are feline fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we hope to see you tonight. Uh, now, one person I don't think will be showing up tonight to Cat Video Festival, but I don't know. I don't know what she's up to. Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Sounds like Cat Video Festival would be a great place for a date. Oh, it's, she's still sad, though. I don't know if that she can leave the house yet. So, you guys, um, Jennifer Aniston is, I know you're like, well, sad Jennifer Aniston, I thought she was like in a good place. I mean, she might be, but the media is not going to let her be that Mm -mm. way. Exclusive, what Jennifer Aniston looks for above everything now that she's dating again. Also, um, Colleen, this just proves the point that you made that we are going to move from Jennifer Aniston having babies because she can't do that anymore according to the tabloids, right? So now we have to focus on the only other thing she has left as a woman, and that's... Men. Men. You know, I think I said that off the air yesterday. I don't think I actually made... But I... Well, but you said it. I did say it, and I just want to... Just to sort of plead the case very quickly. If we pay attention to the storyline over the last few days about Jennifer Aniston, first, we had the rumor that she... And David Schwimmer were dating. Mm-hmm. And then we had this whole, um, you know, weird back and forth between her and Justin Thoreau, her ex-husband. Yep. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. I feel like what's going to happen now is we've pivoted because she's now, what, over 50? 52. And, you know, some might say she's past her childbearing years. Yeah. So we no longer can rest on the narrative Jennifer Aniston wants to have babies. Now it has to be all about her dating life and yeah. her sex well, life. What else does she have left? Nothing. Otherwise she'd just be cold and alone. Yeah, which right? you know, you know women can't be alone. No. That, they that, can't survive that way. I mean, it's one thing to be barren, but to be right. barren old and alone. Oh my gosh. Mm. How anyway, would, how would she do it? Exclusive over at Us Weekly. So Adding to your thesis, Us Weekly has done a deep dive, thanks to a source, into what Jennifer Aniston looks for in a man. I is hope it, the I first thing like, is single. I, or or just not, right? Like, 
I, I anyway, let me tell you what the story okay. is. Okay, so according to all sources, exclusively in the new issue, um, it. it Okay. After things with Justin Thoreau ended, Jen decided to take a break from dating and enjoy her own company for a while. Oh, she mm-hmm. she threw herself into her work. And this is what I love is that like people aren't allowed to do multiple things at no. once. You're either like, and we do this to ourselves, frankly. So the tabloids are terrible because of the platforms they have and the reach that they have. Mm-hmm. But please just think about your own life and the dumb things that you've said throughout your life about dating and mm-hmm. relationships. And we compartmentalize things in such a bizarre way sometimes. So which kind of like enforce like forces us to be sad and pathetic. Uh, she threw herself into her work, hung out with friends on the weekends and got in touch with her spiritual side. It was important for her to, you know, take a step back and feel grounded she found that rewarding and therapeutic. I mean, I would just call that living a life. I the part that I take issue with is the notion that she that like we have to live our life, like you said, kind of compartmentalize that we have to live our life in seasons and that you get to choose what that season is as you go into it, right? That she would say, like, I'm gonna just be alone for now and I'm gonna work on my spirituality. Like you can't do all the things. Yeah. And and again, we do that to ourselves and we put that on other people. Like you you know what you need right now is you just need to like not date and focus on you. When I would just say, like, that's okay, sure, that sounds great. Like, right, it it makes for a great episode of a lifetime movie mm-hmm. and you see her like going to the bookstore mm-hmm. and thumbing through books and enjoying a coffee alone, looking out the window, noticeably being somewhat forlorn because of mm-hmm. course you can't be totally happy alone. Of course. Um, but kind of just reveling in her aloneness mm-hmm. until Taking a yoga class, until she happens to be walking down the street and she drops, you know, her romance novel mm-hmm. because that's all she has is to think about the life that she's not living. And, as she, you know, bends over to pick it up, some guys like, "Here, did you drop this?" And they almost accidentally kiss on the way up, oh, and then they perfect meet, and then everything goes slow motion, and then they fall in love and mm-hmm. live happily ever after. Yeah. That's just it's just not the way life works. But back to the tabloids and the very exclusive source who's talking to TM, TMZ, Us Weekly, same thing, not really. Eventually, though, Colleen Jennifer did a lot of reflection. She decided to let loose. And start dating again, you know? Okay, wait, can I just, can I give you that, what that scene looked like? It was a Saturday morning. She woke up and she was about to go about her regular routine of going to the coffee shop and reading her romance novels. And she sat up in bed and she stretched. And then she thought, (laughs) I don't want to do that today. And then she took her hair out of her ponytail and she shook it out and she went, I'm going to look for a man. I'm looking sexy. And then there's a musical montage. Oh, God. <laughs> she. Uh, this article goes on to say that, by the way, remember, the payoff is supposed to be what is Jen actually looking for in a man? So we've right. gotten to the point in the movie where she's decided she's going to go after a man. Yeah. Also, go after a man. Right. Like, as if, you know, you're on the hunt because mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. Tell me how often you've been on the hunt. Uh, it's well, whenever like, I have it, that's when it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. You just need to stop looking. It's called though. desperation. You need to ugly. stop looking because once you stop looking, you're going to find something. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. 
self-help book. I'm sorry, just saw the next sentence. Quote, Jenna's way more impressed by guys who are unaffected and have their, what? Because the next sentence is noting that she started to look outside of the entertainment world for her next partner. Of course, clearly. Right? Like, I don't need an actor this time. She just can't be bothered by the life. She wants to have a breath of fresh air. Mm. Jen is way more impressed by guys who are unaffected and have their heads screwed on straight than the flashy, braggy types who are all over Hollywood. Continues the insider, what she looks for above everything these days, wait for it, mm-hmm. I mean, it writes itself. So now we're, we're to her list of what she's looking for in a man she's going to date. Okay. Kindness, humor, and good looks, of course, but more than anything... She's after chemistry. I mean, this is just crap. And I hope that the writer who wrote this is getting paid well for their fiction. (laughs) Because um, I think very likely it's a combination of two things where Jennifer Aniston is concerned. First of all, this story is just like a dime store Mm -hmm. tabloid piece of trash. However, it's parading around as an exclusive, which tells me that the other possibility here in regard to our good friend Jennifer Aniston is that her and her people are fully aware of the need for her to have a narrative throughout the tabloid sphere right it's worked for her didn't you I'm trying to remember if it was a podcast that you listened to or an article you read but it was about basically how Jennifer Aniston had leveraged the tabloids and how that was really a partnership when we were going through the whole like Jennifer, like she she played it up. Yeah. So you're referencing that episode, I believe, of the Dakota Ring yes. podcast, which I think is titled simply "Sad Jennifer Aniston," mm-hmm. and it's a it's actually sort of a brilliant not sort of it it is a brilliant narrative on the history of tabloids mm-hmm. and celebrity journalism, quote unquote. But buried within that or as a means to tell that story, they focus on this idea that Jennifer Aniston is always just poor Jennifer Aniston, Mm -hmm. right? Like post Brad Pitt. And then her changing that narrative and taking control of it is also what other, I mean, that is representative of what celebrities have done over the last decade plus, probably two decades now, almost, where they are in control they are the ones putting out the narratives. They are the one using their, because they have so much more power. So like tabloids used to have all the power, right? Because they had all the employees. They had, because they had huge budgets. They had tons of reporters. They had tons of people, you know, in a way that they don't today. Those people have since gone on to do other things, which are things like working for celebrities directly with their PR. Like the, the power has shifted so that, celebrities teams themselves are pushing narratives because tabloids are lazy. They they're not doing the work. They will take your work and run with it. So just give them a story. Right. And that's why when I look at this exclusive in us weekly about Jennifer Aniston dating again, I'm like, I know we're all going to do the thing because now we're, we're the audience is catching up to what's going on about 10 years too late. Mm -hmm. Example, Britney Spears, the Mm -hmm. documentary about Britney Spears, wherein. We all went, oh, my God, we've been horrible to Britney Spears. Right, like well, we did this. Anybody who's been paying attention knows that we've been doing that for years. Yeah. But now it's changed. Right. Right. Because of the Kardashians, because of people like Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, right. Angelina Jolie. There's a way to leverage it. So 
that is all to just say, I I would not be surprised then if Jennifer Aniston's people are fully engaged and not at the level of like, hey, Jennifer, I think now we're going to do this. I mean, right. I'm sure they have those kinds of discussions from a broader perspective like a like high level boardroom kind of tossing ideas out there but brainstormy I, thing. yeah but i bet there are people at a much lower level who are connected to promoting her mm-hmm. who are out there sourcing themselves to tabloids i'm telling you you should watch now i'm gonna get it wrong the show flack yeah you've referenced this before yes. what's it on again so that's on amazon and it's uh, it centers around a person who works for a PR firm and and it's sensationalized. But you do get that sense of like where the interns are trying to get the attention of the paparazzi and how they manipulate storylines because they know what's going to sell magazines and what's going to make their clients continue to look good and it's a fascinating it is it will confirm all the things that we think. And what is in what's that who's that guy? This is a question I'm asking you to have the answer for. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you do, but you'll remember I started reading this book. It's like everything it's basically proving the fact that everything nothing is real and right. everyone's smokes. smokes. I will find the name of the book, but he talks about as someone who worked PR and marketing and branding and getting stories out. He talks about how he manipulated like they would plant really negative stories about somebody they were trying to get positive PR for because they knew that they could plant these negative stories and in turn it would create this backlash that would get I mean, so it's it's like there are people on that level who are literally doing that, even if the person that they're talking about has no No idea, because all they want is to make sure they're getting good press. And at the end of the day, if they get that and it gets them jobs, that's the measuring stick. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese after this on my talk. One oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. Hello. Kelly Clarkson in the news today uh, as her divorce from Brandon Blackstock continues. So there are a couple of elements here. Um, According to insiders at TMZ, they say that she was on the set for The Voice and let out a scream. When she got some good news, which was that the judge has decided to uphold the prenup that she and Brandon Blackstock signed before they got married, segregating all assets and income derived during her marriage. Now, she accumulated a lot of the assets, including the Montana ranch where Brandon is currently living. He's been contesting the prenup. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And he wants the properties split along with income she earned during the marriage. And the judge shut it down. Good. Good job, judge. Yeah, I feel like prenup, you got one. Live by it. Bye. Yeah. Blake That's the Shelton, kind of judge I would be. Judge. <laughs> you should be a judge. That'd be a great way to write out an opinion. Bye. 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 The question is, how many E's are there in bye? Five. We've talked about it that. It is okay. literally it's five. You'll, five. You'll see that at the fair. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, sources <laughs> say Blake Shelton recently terminated his relationship with Brandon Blackstock. He was his one remaining client. Good. Uh, Brandon managed him for years. And then, um, according to inside sources at The Voice, the other judges who were there were celebrating. I'm sure that's a big relief for Kelly Clarkson and she has the she should be able to take her money if in the beginning there was an agreement that those two were um that that was the prenup that I they just, were going to leave a mar- if they left the marriage they were going to leave it with what they took in. Right. You don't get to change that. That's And you know this is the thing you have to remember too, you know it's a different situation when it's like oh we signed a prenup when we both had nothing and then we amassed something together. And then now we want that out. You know, this is a very different situation. Kelly Clarkson was wildly successful. And Mm -hmm. Brandon Blackstock had his own career going on. Um, It's not like during the, I think it was, you know, probably seven years that they were married, that that was the time when, like, she all of a sudden made, I mean, she'd been making a lot of money before that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, the more I hear about this divorce, the more... He just looks like a really so bad obnoxious human being. I know. Yeah. I know. And I just want her happy. Right. Like I want her to be protected her. in all of this because I I feel like she's doing the right thing. Yeah, she's asked the judge to legally restore her last name amidst the divorce as well. So she um, I don't understand why you have to ask the judge for that. Why doesn't that just happen? That's what I or why can't you, you just, can just do a like, name change anything? Yeah, I guess that's what I thought. We I did get a Maybe tweet. Maybe it's easier. I think it's just easier. It said in the document petitioner requests restoration of the former name as set forth in the proposed judgment. Maybe then she doesn't have to go to the social security office and change Maybe. it. Maybe we got a tweet from Marnie because I said why can't she just like fill out the paperwork? Like, yeah, I could change my name to like dog breath if yeah. I wanted to. Please do. And she said you actually do need the court's permission to legally change your name due to statutory requirements. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know there's paperwork, but I do believe I knew that a judge had to sign off because I heard about oh, what was this? A guy wanted to change his name to like something weird, Fuka? and the judge was like, "I'm not going to let you do that because you're going to regret that." Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, "Okay." Oh, that's interesting. But like, if you get married, if you have a change of status, then it's you can just go and do it. Well, I like, know I when you get married, it. you get like a freebie. Yeah, because right? I didn't do it right when we got married. I did it right when we were about to have our child, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "What's going to show up on the birth certificate?" And turns out, it took too long, and so my maiden name is still on oh, my oldest child's birth certificate. So you do huh. with that what you will. It yeah. kind of made for an insurance confusing nightmare. So maybe don't do it the way that I do it. If you're gonna do it, do it well before you have the baby. Yeah. It's it. Can I just say, no matter how you do it or when you do it or if you do it, it's a mess. Oh, it's such a pain. It's a mess. It's the biggest pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince Charles sees his brother Andrew's Epstein scandal as unsolvable, according to a report. It is being <laughs> we looked all into do. again. Long time, there's a long time accuser, a woman named Virginia, 
who is now suing um, Andrew in Manhattan federal court with UK police reexamining whether to launch their own full investigation. I'm so excited about this. And it's a civil case here in the States, but I, and I haven't paid too close attention in terms of details to understand whether she can compel him to respond. But one imagines if he ever wanted to come to the United States again, it would probably behoove him to participate. But right. that remains to be seen now that you're saying that the UK might reconsider their own investigation. Isn't that, that would be interesting? Yeah. Andrew is currently with his mother, Queen Elizabeth, at her Scottish estate. <laughs> Hiding under arriving her skirt. a day right, after because, the lawsuit yeah. was filed. Yes. Like, she's his only friend. Yeah. Well, and she is, by all accounts, yeah. her favorite. So that he has just, 21 I, days to reply, although if he accepts the summons and signs a waiver form, he will get more time. I, yeah, yeah. It, you know, and this is something and this I, I applaud this woman. I mean, she is she continues to tell her story. She really is pretty remarkable when you when you actually consider all that she's been through. There's that famous photo. She's like 17 years old in this picture yeah. with Prince Andrew and then Ghislaine Maxwell in the background. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's just gross. Yeah, it is. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much thank for that you. dirt alert. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to try to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. We are your sleuths on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Sleuths and loose. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we solve mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We uh, get out our magnifying glasses and try to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Try to solve this hot celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Okay. By the way, this one is confirmed. We know who this is about. Ooh, fun. I like confirmed. As much as she tries, no one wants to sell this former A-plus list singer turned judge turned singer a hit song. She won't take a chance on someone new, and the established writers want no part of her because she demands a full credit. Mm. Didn't we do this already? We might have, but I think... It's now confirmed? Yeah, and I, and we were wrong. Mm. Well, I I thought if we did this, because I'm having a deja vu. Boo. Deja vu? I mean, is that where you thought you were a cow before? <laughs> or maybe I was better gone. Better than deja vu. Uh, is it? Oh, really? Is it better? Actually, no. Um, <laughs> Katy Perry? No. Uh, oh. Look at you. Okay. Former A-plus list singer turned judge. Yes. So that oh, to me would be oh. Paula Abdul. Oh, <laughs> just kidding! What about I'm totally Mariah? kidding. Mariah, Nicki Minaj. I mean, come is on. Is it Kelly Clarkson? Judge, who else is it? Gwen Stefani. Jeez, calm down over there. <laughs> Get rid of that buzzer. How about uh, give us a hint? I mean, I think there's probably one left, so I don't know. This person has the runs. Oh. Christina Aguilera. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so as much as Christina Aguilera tries, no one wants to sell her a song because Christina Aguilera won't take a chance on someone new. And the mm. established writers want no part of Christina Aguilera because she demands a full credit. Oh, See, that's the thing. Look at that. Secret. Mm-hmm. A lot of famous singers who have writing credits on songs 
didn't, didn't write actually their write the song. It's all part of getting some money mm-hmm. and arranging. Screwing somebody else who actually wrote the dumb song. I hope somewhere is there like a book that people are keeping track of who wrote like for history, for posterity. Yeah, there's one book. <laughs> The Book of Songs. The Book well, I of just Songs. Mean, like, it's no, it's I really sad mean. to think that history will not record your name if you were behind a very famous song. Like, you wrote it. Right. I would be livid. I wouldn't be able to do that job. Well, and oftentimes, the actual songwriters will get some kind of credit right. on the song. But they're, like, real deep. But they're real deep, or the artist gets a credit on the song so that they get part of the royalties. But whatever arrangement Christina Aguilera has, she wants full credit. Yeah, she doesn't want your name anywhere near it. Mm-mm. Yeah, gross. <laughs> yeah, get those runs, girl. Mm-hmm. Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. The mom of the singer, in quotation marks, just wants to protect her own slice of money. Yeah. Lynn Jane. Spears. Oh, yeah. Lynn Spears. I forget. Which. It's all the names. There's Jamie, just so many names. Jamie, there's a Lynn and a Montgomery and a Jody. So Lynn Spears, the mother of Britney Spears, just wants to protect her own slice of money. Of course. You know, you you sort of see that so in her in the way that she she's just very wishy-washy around any conversation having to do with Britney. She doesn't come out forcefully for or against anything. She doesn't sound like a very strong-willed person, mm-hmm. which is fine. <clears throat> Excuse me, there are all sorts of personalities that are allowed to exist on planet Earth, but mm-hmm. but don't fool yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Even if they're quiet, they're still trying to get your money. Because it makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. Another, another celebrity gossip mystery solved this, Colleen and Bradley. The late night talk show host says he's skipping a big event. He wasn't invited. He's been nothing but trouble every single time he oh. goes. Is that like a James Corden? Uh, I was going to say Jimmy Fallon. Uh, no. Seth Myers. Um, oh, I think we're thinking about the wrong late night. Is this like an SNL person? No. Uh, Is this like a Daily Show type person? Trevor Noah? No, but closer because this late night talk show is on cable. Conan uh, O'Brien? No, oh, no. You won't be surprised once you figure it out. Can oh, I say Bill it again? Maher? Oh. Good guess, but no. Wait, what? Say again. They're not going to go to something. Yes, they're not. They are skipping a big event. Is the big event the um? What do we call that thing again? Met Gala. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Late night talk show host who would be a hot mess at the Met Gala. Andy Cohen. Yes. Yes, because I saw this headline. He and his date, Sarah Jessica Parker, aren't going because Sarah Jessica Parker's filming her movie. That's the excuse, but it's a lie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I so, think. I don't think I just made that up. I no. like it. I like that story. It's a true story. So Andy Cohen says he's skipping the Met Gala. Andy Cohen wasn't invited, and apparently... <laughs> Andy Cohen's been nothing but trouble every time he goes to the Med Gala. I want to know more about that. I just don't think you could ever trust Andy Cohen in that environment because he's scheming for his, I mean, rightfully, that's his shtick, right? Like he, 
I just, I wouldn't want to be saying things around him, if you know Correct. what I mean, because you're going to end up in a book yeah. that he wrote and got money for. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got money for it. Did he really write it? I don't know. You never know. Didn't you like his book, though? No, I listened to it and oh. I had to stop. Oh. Because he, okay. My thing with him. <laughs> she got real animated. I, oh, God. Well, because he is, first of all, he reads his own book, which usually I like, right? Yeah, like for authors who we like, but we actually are here for that. It just sounds real name droppy and like I'm going to make myself sound important by virtue of who I know, Yeah, which I just have a low tolerance for that anyway, because yeah. that is a, that is a style of human being that I don't tend to want to spend time with and so when i was listening to the book i was like why am i listening to this because i actually find him to be insufferable oh thanks for dropping some truth (sighs) yeah and then i listened to a different book because that was more fun which one i don't remember oh okay but i moved on very quickly i will say the debbie reynolds book that she reads you've said that that it's like hanging out with debbie it's just like i felt like i just got a big warm hug from debbie reynolds before she passed to me it's there and there's one thing about like an old hollywood person sharing stories of other old hollywood people that you know right that you're like oh that's juicy Ooh, specifically because uh, i mean can Finish your statement. But with with Andy Cohen, it's like almost like he believes his, these stories will elevate his own status, which yeah. is like a different vibe. That's a di- that's a personal judgment about the kind of person which I totally relate to and understand and would agree with, and probably would not then find his book to be appealing. The reason I then found Debbie Reynolds' book appealing is because she felt like it felt like your mom and like your mom who actually was cool, but right. she doesn't know how to like. Like, she's not aware of that in a way that mm-hmm. makes it insufferable, right? right? Like, there are certain celebrities who you'd be like, oh, God, you're just trying to make yourself sound fabulous. And mm-hmm. she'd be like, you know, she's just like, well, you know, I thought that's a hot mess. What am I going to do about that relationship? <laughs> Screwed that one up. I mean, there was a humility yeah. or a humanity in yeah. it that was actually endearing, and even though she I'd had a bunch into. of, like, really gossipy stories and probably dropped a whole lot of names but did it like you said with the humility of realizing like she's an actual human being yeah and probably was fine telling stories that she didn't look great and also she was reading her own words as if she'd never read them before (laughs) i just she might not have that's what i I love too yeah (laughs) it's pretty great next another celebrity gossip mystery for colleen and bradley it is just semantics. The A-list celebrity you either love or hate pays a company to remove negative comments. So when she says she doesn't do it, she's technically correct. Chrissy, Chrissy. Teigen. Teigen. Oh. Yeah, so... Of course she does. So it's mm. just semantics. So when Chrissy Teigen... She has a company that she pays to remove negative comments from her Instagram. So when Chrissy Teigen says she doesn't do it, she's technically correct. It's so obvious, it's so you obvious. guys. It's yeah, so obvious. I don't, don't trust anything. If we've told, if we've taught you anything on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's that you can't trust anyone in Hollywood. In Hollywood, yes. Listen to your parents. Mm-hmm. Trust them. Trust your institutions. Mm-hmm. And but believe in science. That's beautiful. <laughs> that was just beautiful. And us. Thank when you. it comes to pop culture, that's that's all we know about. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have a massive 
Mm. Publationship piggyback ride mm. to take uh, with our friends from Million Dollar Listing LA. Fun. I'll tell you about it when we come back on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we love to talk about publationships. What is a publationship? A relationship for publicity. And uh, there's such a thing as a piggyback, a publationship piggyback okay now usually when this happens it's like um uh hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you know, the ex of the person in the publicationship, right? Yeah, there's, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. sometimes it's just some other Tom, Dick, or Joe that wants a little attention trying to use a publicationship to get more attention for themselves. Well, and we've seen, you know, hot publicationship summer has really spawned more than just the POS that yeah. we have crowned here on the Colleen and Bradley show, the publicationship of summer. And the POS is? Benifer againifer. Yeah, well, they are they are probably the prime, prime publicationship for piggybacking. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. So the story yesterday was... J-Lo and Ben were house hunting and they were looking at a former estate of Bob Hope's that had 24 bathrooms. I just remember that because that felt excessive. It was a huge estate, blah, blah, blah. They went looking. Well, guess what? What? Paparazzi caught up with Josh Altman and Josh Flagg. Do you know who they are? Josh Altman and Josh Flagg. I don't. They are from Million Dollar Listing. LA. Oh, that's why I don't. Okay, it's a show I don't watch. I should, though, because it sounds like something that I'd be into, right? Really the expensive, beautiful homes. Love this, yeah. Right? Anyway, they were at Craig's on Tuesday. What's Craig's, Holly? That is a hot spot restaurant in West Hollywood where you go to be seen. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes perfect sense that they were hanging out at Craig's and then were seen by paparazzi who asked them about what would happen if Ben and Jen buy a home together and aren't married. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Great. Pollinating. So exactly. So they were asked, uh, what would be the best purchasing route for a couple that's not married? Well, Josh Altman from million dollar listing LA said that they should split the purchase right down the middle. He said, keep the transaction clean. And then if they split up, uh, he said that covers them as well. So FYI, we've got the professionals. The professionals on the are case. on it, right? Yeah. Apparently, Josh Flag though suggested uh, a method 
that normal people can do that requires a higher down payment. Who cares? My point is simply this. I just feel like we need to be on the lookout for all the people who are going to hop on the Benefer Genefer train and try to get attention for themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was expert, by the way. There are tons of Benefer Genefer Klingons. I mean, and ones that you don't, you wouldn't necessarily suspect, or there are ones that you think should be fine on their own, right? Like the Ben, not the Ben's, the Matt Damon's. Who you're like, you're a celebrity in your own right. Yeah, Why don't Ben's you go get your own attention? Hollywood. Right. Hello. So he's going to hop on. Yeah. He's going to hop on like, pop. Oh, I'm just going to be walking down the beach in Malibu. With. I don't know if there was a beach in Malibu, but I think they were in Malibu. Lots of beaches in Malibu. Okay, good. I feel like. I never know what's landlocked or. Beachy area. Beachy. Uh, in any case. Uh, yeah. So just be ready. Be ready for all of the ones that the people that are going to hop on the Benefer again for train. Uh, especially when it comes to real estate. I'm actually surprised we didn't hear from, um, oh gosh, I'm going to get his name wrong. Hold on. I got to figure out the guy who's dating Chriselle Strauss, those people. Strauss. Chriselle Strauss and And, Bobby McCracken. mm, I don't know. What's his name? Hold on. I'm going to get it. It's a, it's a Philip Oppenheim, something Jason Oppenheim. Okay. I'm surprised we didn't hear from them. I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah. They were one of the piggybackers from, Benefer Genefer because they actually were out in in the and and actually you you don't necessarily have to have publicationships you just have people like right in the case of Matt Damon he's a publicationship Dingleberry um, we had all of the other celebrities who ended up I mean I know celebrities every year go to the Mediterranean mm-hmm. but I feel like this year in particular it was like ooh Ben and Jen are there so I got to get a little bit of that obviously A Rod was getting some Benefer Genefer. Side sauce or sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, this is not related. Well, I mean, it's only related in the sense that it involves J Lo and Ben. Not this is not somebody trying to get attention for that. But did you see that um, their J Lo is doing her parenting thing again now? Oh, good for her. Yeah, it's good they for her to out. finally be a parent because you know she can only do one thing at a time, and right. she's been sexy a lot lately. Yeah. So I need her to go back to being a parent. By the way, that's called sarcasm yes. don't send me an email do you know what they did in order to show that she's an attentive mother Let, i have no clue but i'm gonna guess that uh ben affleck always shows up outside jennifer garner's home to take the kids out for a twirl mm-hmm. and jennifer lopez probably i don't know went somewhere with them like it was at a tourist attraction no okay this is actually some synergy here ben and jen went out to dinner with her daughter, Emmy, yep. at Craig's Craig's in WeHo on Wednesday night. I know your face says things. Yeah. The two of them holding hands, by the way. Well, clearly people know that they're there. Right. So they're like, let's go to Craig's. Right. We can get some attention. Yeah. So they went to Craig's with Emmy. Uh, she tagged along on their date says TMZ and did a telephoto lens capture them canoodling. No, I mean, there was no canoodling. It's just, you know, wait, was Ben there? Oh yeah. Ben is there and he's got, I do no, find this it is interesting, interesting that you don't arm see pictures her. of her with her children alone. You never see those paparazzi strolls. It's always with Ben in right. Tow. Well, That's okay. So let's actually walk through that for a hot second because doesn't that tell a story that like he's the paternal, like, 
she's trying to position him maybe as like a daddy figure, oh, which is kind of gross. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right? I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm working through things. Uh, anywho, uh, I also think it's, well, it's not that weird, but because his kids, they have different rules about how they get photographed. But, but it's sometimes like when, they do and sometimes yeah. they don't because sometimes you see their the children's faces and we just look at this stuff constantly. That's why we happen to notice these dumb things. But yeah. sometimes you'll see his children's faces. Sometimes they'll be blurred. Sometimes it's when they're with Ben Affleck. Sometimes it's when they're with Jennifer Garner. I really just need to know what Jennifer Garner thinks of all of this. I know. Because I'd like to believe that she thinks this is a like this is stupid and she would like it to go away. But at the same time, for all I know, she's like, yeah, because well, this will this will add to all of us getting powerful. And well, that's kind of what I'm thinking oh, is like, you nah. know, what is it? Rise tide, rise, a rising all tide lifts all, all ships. ships. Right. So like if Ben Affleck can not be sad Ben anymore and he can restore his heartthrob i'm not kidding like if he can go back to his heartthrob ways it only benefits her it benefits Mm -hmm. exactly okay i feel feel like we were in star wars for were you a wookie when we come back on the colleen and bradley show what's your grocery hack six five one grocery hack four one one oh seven one okay no cover that please we'll take your calls after this on my talk one oh seven one